Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today in the Bible Overview, we're going to be in 1 Kings chapter 12. And we're going to learn about a guy named Rehoboam. Rehoboam is the son of Solomon who will succeed him on the throne over the people of Judah. Judah is going to be the two southern tribes of the 12 tribes of Israel. There's going to be a division in the kingdom of Israel. And Judah will be the two southern tribes, which are Judah and Benjamin. The 10 northern tribes are going to split off and be part of the northern kingdom, and a guy named Jeroboam is going to be their king. We're going to learn more about Jeroboam tomorrow, and actually we are introduced to Jeroboam in chapter 11 before we're introduced to Rehoboam, but this is just the way that we're going to do it. And uh, just a, a fair warning, if you're confused by any of this, there are a lot of moving parts. I am too. It's hard to keep track of everything. I've read through this a bunch of times very carefully, watched a bunch of things to help get my mind straight about it, and it's still a little bit complex and confusing. But Rehoboam is this king who is the successor to Solomon. And if you remember, Solomon reigned for 40 years. He did not finish well at all. He served and worshiped false gods who he got tangled up with because of the women that he was tangled up with, the 700 wives and 300 concubines. And he was a taskmaster. He was very burdensome and harsh to the people of Israel. God allowed Solomon to build a temple. That was a good thing. A dwelling place for the presence of God that was permanent. Solomon also built a palace for himself. In doing that, he used forced labor, and it was very burdensome to the people of Israel. And so Jeroboam, one of these workers that represents the people who were doing forced labor, come to, comes to Rehoboam, the successor of Solomon, and basically says, hey, uh, will you please lighten the load on us, and then we'll serve you. This is what he says in chapter 12, verse verse three and following. And they sent and called Rehoboam and Jeroboam and all the assembly of Israel came and said to Rehoboam, your father made our yoke heavy. Now lighten the hard service of your father and his yoke on us and we will serve you. Rehoboam said to them, go away for three days, then come to me again. So the people went away. So during these three days, Rehoboam seeks out advice first from his father Solomon's advisors. And those advisors basically say, serve them well, speak good to them, and basically lighten their load, and they will be good to you. They will serve you well. But that's not where Rehoboam wants to hear. Rehoboam wants to be a taskmaster that's more fierce than his father, that punishes them and works them harder than his father ever did. And so he gets rid of the old guys that are advising him, and he brings in these other younger guys that he's grown up with that are going to tell him what he wants to hear. And this is what the young guys tell him you should say to them that my little finger is thicker than my father's thighs, which is actually a very crude euphemism if you understand the Hebrew. And now, whereas my father laid a heavy yoke on you, I will add to your yoke. My father disciplined you with whips, but I will discipline you with scorpions. This is what Rehoboam says. Scorpions, by the way, are like whips that have points on the ends of them. So it's going to be not just whips like my father disciplined you with, but really painful whips, and it's going to be worse. And so... You've got Rehoboam upping the ante on the people of Israel, putting a heavy burden on them, really treating them like slaves. Now, what should this maybe remind us of that we've talked about in the Bible overview in the past? The first person that comes to mind is obviously Pharaoh. 
the king of Egypt, who enslaved the people of Israel unjustly, mistreated them when they asked to, you know, have things be lightened up on them. He said, no, you need to bake even more bricks and put the burden on heavier and heavier. Finally, God delivered them through Moses out of that slavery and into the promised land. But here, the narrator of 1 Kings is likening Rehoboam, an Israelite king, if you can imagine this, an Israelite king who should worship and have the heart of the one true God is treating the people of Israel like a pagan evil Egyptian king, Pharaoh. This is very bad. What's more, you get into the New Testament and the Pharisees, the teachers of the law, are laying all kinds of legalism and guilt on the people of Israel. You have to do this and do this and do this and do this. And there's all this this burden of the law. And they're trying to, uh, they are oppressing the people of Israel by requiring them to follow these 600 and whatever laws. And that's how you're going to get right with God by following all these laws and these rules. This is a different kind of slavery, a different kind of burden that the teachers of the law and the Jewish leaders are laying on the Israelite people. But it is slavery and burden nonetheless, not unlike Rehoboam, not unlike Solomon to a lesser degree, and not unlike Pharaoh. So when Jesus comes on the scene in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 and following, here's what he says. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Friends, this is such a great aspect of the gospel of Jesus Christ. The truth is, you and I are burdened with sin, we're burdened with guilt. We're burdened with shame. We're burdened with the reality and the realization that we are just unable to meet God's holy and righteous standard. And the response to that is not to have guilt and shame and legalism heaped upon us greater, to work harder, try harder, do better. The response to that is Jesus Christ and putting our faith and trust in him. When we put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ, the righteousness that he lived, the perfection that he lived on this earth gets attributed to us. And we stand holy and blameless and guiltless before God the Father, acceptable and pleasing to him. Now, this doesn't mean we shouldn't strive to do the right thing, that we shouldn't work to eradicate sin from our lives. It's just to say that that burden will never be fully solved until we hand it to Christ who takes it for us. And then the Holy Spirit who follows that changes our motives and helps us to live for him joyfully rather than under an oppressive burden. Lord, thank you for Christ. Thank you for taking our burden. Thank you for the gospel. And Lord, thank you for this reminder of how much that is needed eventually in biblical history as we see the failure and the ineffectiveness of a different approach from a guy like Rehoboam, Solomon, Pharaoh. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. 
Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.